in a world crying out for a top 10 show. John Roca and Matt Nost are here. So grab your assigned seat, sit back, and enjoy this week's top 10. Brought to you by the Schmoes No Network. Take it away, boys. All right, welcome everybody to our addendum, which we these are things that these are addendums that we do uh, based on movies that have come out. Matt and I will watch them and then we'll talk about them for the first time on here. So we're yeah, this, people seem to download it and enjoy it. Yeah, this is for download only, so yeah. you can't get it on YouTube. Which we really appreciate you guys doing it. I mean, it's become a real. I didn't know it would become this popular, so it's very nice for people to keep. Yeah, listening. I mean, some of them shit. The Comic Con recap last week is. Surprise. Done phenomenal. Yeah, I know. Surprised. Yeah, that one was like the first one where we're not talking about a movie. We're just talking about an event, which is different. We're talking about because it's not a shared experience. We're talking about me. Yeah. <laughs> People loved it. They loved it. Got a bunch of emails. They talk about summer league. <laughs> Tons of those. Too. We went on a bunch of tangents on that summer league stuff. Um, but this week we're doing Ant Man because yeah. it came out came over out the over weekend. the weekend. Yeah, and we both knew we were going to see it. Yep. So might as well just sit down and talk about it yeah. for a little bit. And uh, make a run of it. What, yeah. First, uh, initial thoughts. Let's start with this. Okay. Would you recommend it? Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> nice. Way to cut back on the cussing, <laughs> considering how much I cuss, but we both commu- like collectively oh, cuss. Oh, I cussed a lot in the last one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I would, absolutely, man. It's, uh, I've seen it twice now. I went to a press screening for free with the Schmoes No, and then I paid for it over the weekend to go see it with my friends just to like gauge it for myself as well that I enjoyed it. Like as much as they enjoy it, like I wanted to make sure my feelings were legitimate. Yeah, and it was nice to see that other people enjoy the hell out of it as well and got out of it what I was seeing as well. So yeah, the humor was oh yeah almost perfect every time. Yep, I think the only joke that really fell flat in the theater for me was the closing one, where they're going through the chain of events and did that guy talk to you to talk oh, to you to yeah, talk yeah, to you and yeah. he's like yes <laughs> and they cut to black and my whole theater just kind of stared at it. I don't think one person laughed. Really? Yeah, whereas people oh. were dying at yeah. other points. I mean, there was a lot of good humor. Yeah. There was, almost I mean, stole the movie, I thought. He was yeah, so on a lot of levels. Everything he was doing, yeah. Because people are like, oh, it's a caricature. It's not a caricature. He's, he's Mexican. He's a Latino. He's Hispanic. He understands this. He's grown up with this person that he's doing. I've known a person He's just like playing that. an overeager person. Yeah, That's over, all it is. Yeah. It has nothing to do with stereotypes. Yeah. This is just an overeager individual. Yeah, he just happens to have a little the, bit of a Chicano accent. bigger yeah. would, like stereotype would be like the, is it, uh, the Eastern European guy. I don't oh, know yeah. if he's affecting a Russian yeah. or if he's Ukrainian or yeah, what. I don't know what accent that guy was doing. Exactly. I don't know I speak with an accent. <laughs> I've seen him in a number of movies. Yeah. Um, but it had a great line about... Cursed by gypsies or something like yeah. that. The first time they see, I think it's Ant yeah. Man himself. Yeah, great. I mean, there was a ton of good humor in it. Surprised really, by it was it. surprising. Yeah, because I when I went in to see it the first time, I thought it was going to be one of those disjointed, two different type of movies at the same time. It would just be. I was waiting for the train wreck, and I was so pleasantly surprised at how good it was. I, I didn't know what to do with myself after the movie. I was like, this is. I didn't know where to put it. Like in my mind, I initially jumped in the top five of Marvel movies ever made. Initially, I was just like, this has to be in the top five. It's so 
good. It's spot on. It's the tone of it is perfect. The humor is at the right time. The the acting, and then you still have the dread uh, underneath it all with Corey Stoll and the Yellow Jacket. There's enough drama and uh, tension and evil in the film, real evil mm-hmm. that grounds you enough to enjoy the humor as well, which is a juxtaposition of what's going on. That's the only character I think that was or aspect of the story was a little underdeveloped was mm-hmm. the villain. Okay. Who just in that like they alluded to certain things like what's his name? Uh, um God, what is that character's name? Because it's Hank Pym, then Pym yeah. is getting taken over. It's getting rebranded into that guy's last name. Oh Cross. Cross, thank yeah, you. Cross Industries, yeah, Cross. Um so Cross, like they they allude to when he shrinks down to that size, if you don't have the right helmet, it can mess with your mind. Yeah. But we've never seen him until the very end right. shrink down or get bigger. So technically he's never done it. Right. Like we've seen that sheep shrink. That's a good point. A lot of people had this complaint after the movie as yeah, well. Yeah, I was like, uh, well, that and then I don't know where he got the into the suit. Yeah. Just like, how the fuck did he get in the suit? We've only seen it as Ant-Man's eyes. And then did he shrink himself? Did he expand the suit? But just suddenly he's in right. the fucking suit. Oh, when in the helicopter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just like, okay, there's no explanation of that? Wouldn't this at least taken 30 seconds to put on? Yeah. It's like the camera cut, the camera cuts right back, and now he's his yellow jacket. That was the only two things where I was just like, all right, well, they never showed him getting larger or smaller, so right. the effects on his brain shouldn't be so catastrophic. Because they're before we even seen him, yeah. he's showing a mental unbalance yeah. of he's done this back and forth, but we need to see it at least once so yeah. we know... Because up until that point, he's only done trials with fucking lambs. That's a very good point you make, man, because uh, even eventually Lily's character in the movie has that exchange yeah. near the end where she's like, when they're when he's totally flipping out, she's like, that's the chemicals affecting your mind. Yeah, but we and haven't like, well, seen you. So you're we like, seen you normal, so we don't know. We've always seen you evil through the whole film, so we don't know how it could possibly be affecting your mind. Yeah, we didn't see you as a nice guy before. Right. The, our introduction to you was there's some devious intent behind yeah. you. It's a smile, but... It's like the devil's smile. There's yeah. something behind it. You have something to gain from this interaction. And you're constantly fucking with Michael Douglas. Yeah. Like from the beginning. Which, how great was the CGI on young Michael Douglas? Oh, right? So good. It's so ironic. They had to age him down yeah. and age everybody else up. Except for James, except for uh, uh, the guy who played uh, Stark. The Stark's the, I forget the guy from um, Mad Men. I forget the actor. Oh, John Slattery? Yeah, John Slattery. Uh, yeah, they, they, he was at the right age anyway. Yeah, but, age appropriate. But but I thought the makeup on her was great, and the makeup on him was great. Michael Douglas was great, too. Oh, the girl that had the, the Agent Atwell. Carter or yeah, whatever? Agent Carter, yeah. Haley yeah, Atwell. they gave her a little middle-aged woman pooch yeah. right on the front. Yeah. And, well, she did a side profile, and I was like, that's, you know what? Way to not make her a waif. Yeah. Because at her age, just not really possible. Right. Like, every once again, there's that rare... Yeah. Older woman that doesn't have it's like seeing an like old Paltrow. guy that's still in good shape. Yeah, just like yeah, eventually you get a gut as an old man. Yeah, just well, she's 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 a she's not a waifish woman anyway, so it works perfectly for what, where she was at yeah. at that time. But that's why I was blown away. I was yeah. like, wow, yeah, that is Douglas. good because the last you know version I saw of that was in uh, the last uh, oh son of a Tron. Oh yeah, where they With went Jeff Bridges, yeah, young yeah. Jeff Bridges, and it was jarring. That was You're like, unsettling. This so. looks kind of good and yeah. terrible, right? At the same time, it's like in no way do I believe that's a real character. Whereas the Douglas is just like, yeah, that looks like 1988 Michael Douglas. Have you, whatever I should, it was. I should watch the behind the scenes on that Tron thing because is it Jeff Bridges doing it or is it a CGI completely created from? No, scratch they have character? a uh, stand-in. Oh, that does the walking around okay. and whatnot, and then I think Bridges recorded all the dialogue, okay. and then they put his head onto the other actor. Right. 
So whereas with Douglas, it's totally him. Yeah, it's him. It's him, and they just have whatever they, they just photoshopped CGI. every frame. Yeah, amazing. Took away that gobbler of a neck. Yeah, and just <laughs> it looked great. He looked a lot like Kirk. This is the first time I've really seen him look like Kirk Douglas. Like Kirk Douglas looked has that had that look at the end near the end. I think he's passed away. Yeah, uh, near the end there with the the goatee. oh the white yeah the I mean all he looked just like his dad. It was insane uh, when he when we first see him as an older um, uh, Hank Pym. Yeah, uh, so it's just fascinating to watch that. Um, the film is great in the progression of it as well. Like the the little thing, the little nuggets they introduced to you at the right time. The Avengers compound, the fight with Falcon, the introduction of the Wasp, which I fucking geeked out like crazy when that happened. Oh yeah, and that's so, a, the cutscene. I knew exactly what that was going to oh, be. Oh yeah, right when they go to him, be like, okay, she's going to be the new Wasp. He's going to yeah. show her, and then boom, they oh, showed right it right at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah Evangeline yeah. Uh, Lily. Yeah, and you're like, I knew it beforehand, but it's still like, okay, that's cool. It's a great way to introduce a new character as yeah. opposed to. Just jamming it down our throats. The only thing that killed me is the structure of it really seemed like a two-act movie. Okay. Because he Which never one? had... Well, usually when you gain the Ant-Man ability, yep. then like in another movie, then he would have some sort of mission where he's semi-successful but right. ultimately fails. Right. And he has to learn from that failure for the, the final push. Right. Whereas in this one, he beat an Avenger... It's the first time is technically Ant Man yeah. and got the you know the booty he was trying to steal. Yes, that little uh, disruptor. Yeah, so it was kind of like a, okay, he has yet to fail really. Right, he just keeps kind of succeeding a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more. But I think that's what the montage was all about was him failing with all the different tasks. Yeah, and it but- wasn't until she said you got to focus on your daughter and you got to like clear your mind. That you'll be able to get stuff done, and yeah, it was almost like Rocky in the way. It's like until Adrian says it's okay for me to go fight, I can't focus on my training. And once she says it's okay for me to fight, then I can focus on my training. It seemed like that's what happened. But you make a great point. It's true. Like you usually have that in movies. Yeah, where he that one mistake. You gotta yeah, you gotta you know walk before you crawl. Right, right. So you gotta fail at some point to learn how to truly succeed. Right. And he just kept kind of semi succeeding, semi succeeding. Well, I think they kind of. Cheated by having him beat Falcon because Falcon's not really like true a charter member of the Avengers, not Thor, yeah. or Iron Man, or you know things like that nature. He's still learning to be an Avenger using these wings, and all the technology was new, right? He didn't use much of it in the Avengers too. If I well, recall. the goggles were new, yeah, because I did, we didn't see those in Winter Soldier at right. least to that degree where it's targeting and finding, yeah, yeah, um, all that tech. But the suit, yeah, I mean, he is a lesser Avenger in that like Stark made his suit. Right. He was gifted his. Right. So just like a, you can control these wings really well, but you could almost, you're semi-replaceable too at the same time. Yeah. yeah. You're not so integral into this that we couldn't find somebody else to do your job. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, and it didn't take away from the movie because I still thought it was, I, th- I mean, I was surprised by how much fun it was. I can't believe it's not rated higher, like on various websites on like oh, Metacritic yeah, and Rotten Tomato. I think people are just holding up to some arbitrary standard well i mean when i was when i was discussing it real quickly uh this morning on when i was recording far far away with tiffany tiffany said it struck her at times a little bit like a tv movie i didn't quite get that by but i can see that yeah i can see certain moments that it but the actors are all quality actors so i never sensed i never felt we were in a tv movie but i could see how someone could sense that i mean now that. someone says it'd be like sure yeah. i can see where you're making the argument i don't agree right right Neither i think it's I. much better than that i think it's it's everybody is fun in the film michael Payne, ti the guy playing the russian ti guy, is great surprisingly when great. he steals the cop car oh my god such a great little moment yeah because it's like dude don't get out of the van <laughs> this is a terrible idea yeah. You know what I, I found strange at the end on the closing credits? Uh, Cannavale gets a higher billing than Pena. Yes. 
Like, why, how did you who's, whose agent fought for that? Yeah, no doubt. Huh? How did Pena? How did you lose that? Because you're a much bigger part in this film, right? Pena is a bigger part in the film, yeah, yeah. and almost steals the damn movie. So I, I, I mean, he's was he an and Michael Pena or was he just no, Michael? He was Pena? Michael Pena. Oh. He was middle of the credits before they got to the double credits, and then with the and Michael Douglas, right. he gets the and or with or whichever. Oh, is right, the and gets the greater. Michael that's right. That's right. You know, almost genuflection of yes, a, you know, a more established actor graced this film, and it wasn't alphabetical, right? Because I think Evangeline Lilly was yeah. ahead of Bobby Cannavale, so. Yeah, Cannavale would, did a great job. No, he was. He he was great in it and yeah. played it really well, especially with the absurdity of like you know, there's a hole in my ceiling. Yeah. right now, can like, we get Wood a sandwich? Can we get Wood Harris a sandwich? It drove me insane. It drove me insane. He's really? one of those guys again, where too, when he gets too thin, it's it's unnatural looking. And I didn't. I the, he, we're talking about the uh, Bobby Cannavale's partner, the African American actor yeah. who's in Remember the Titans. He looks oh, so weird. So thin. that's that's what I know him from. Remember the oh, Titans, one hundred percent. But the right, wire, the wire. That's right. But he um, he looks so thin. I'm like, so I'm like, this motherfucker a sandwich. You know, he looks so thin. Maybe that's a choice, though. Maybe that's a choice. Or he's got some kind of yeah. He's got another project, and this one things. is just uh, hey, can you come in and shoot for? Yeah, we need a black guy in this film. So far, there's a lot of white people in this cast. Right. Well, he was this thin when he did Jimi Hendrix. So that True. that biopic that he did. Um, anyway, but I also thought. Um, the moments they gave Paul Rudd a lot of great, uh, perfectly suited lines and comedic timing for him. Like you know the sequence where uh, Douglas is revealing the death of oh yeah the yeah. ruin the moment yeah <laughs> I mean uh, especially with all the hand signals anybody like a lot of other people do that it's going to be way over the top and it's a very yeah. like understated I'm gonna I'm gonna do yeah but it was calculating be like dick, dick, oh, I'm out and I love the Baskin Robbins scene I don't know if you know that actor but that was great. Oh, the manager? Yes. So, so good. <laughs> but even dealing with the dipshit of, I'll take a burger. As we don't have those. If you ever think... worked a service industry job, that shit completely happens. Anything You're like, hot and ready, I'll take anything hot and fresh. <laughs> we don't do that. Yeah, that's by, and uh, yeah, when he yeah. gives up, or like, hey, can you take over and uh, deal with this idiot? All right. <laughs> just fucking ducks out of the scene. But yeah, his boss oh, so good, is man. just a gem. Yeah. He's like, oh, if I love everything you're doing, oh, I got to fire you. Yeah, I can't believe I'm in charge yeah. of this guy. <laughs> but if you want to take a mango yeah. smoothie or whatever it is, mango <laughs> blast on your way out, I will look the other way. That guy and that's great. it. No need to go back to him. Yeah. Just a great little character in the moment, and we're moving on. This is what happens, man. If you're good at what you do, like I would cast that guy now in anything if I was creating something. Yeah, that he fit for. his problem though is he might have just pigeonholed himself into oh, great yeah, right. little pocket characters. Well, I mean, that's where he, his character is not going to be no no lead. Well, you you yeah, but eventually, if he showed enough range, he could you know oh yeah I suppose. take a different route like yeah. a John C. Riley or a Philip Seymour Hoffman oh, or sure a, maybe where it's yeah. not. You know, classically handsome, but they're right. still so gifted that just like, yeah, I can watch these guys do anything. You're right, brother. He was, he was very good in that scene. Well, I mean, it's all it takes is like, wow, he's great in that. And then they yeah. give him something a little beefier the next time, and he's great in that. And then right. it just takes off from there. Yeah. Hopefully, who knows? But that guy was great. Yeah, it was, man. I, I thought, I thought the stuff with Evangeline Lilly was really believable. Her, her playing both sides, you know, kind of yeah. like f- figuring out. And the out. reveal of the angst as to why. Yes. And oh, like the you so haven't good. told like you know the don't don't feed me that line of plane crash. Yeah, I know that's a load of shit. Yeah, and I thought it was a great time to do the reveal of they just walk in, and it just in 1988 or yeah. 1986 or whatever it is. 89, I think it was. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, there was a at the beginning. You mean this war? No, at the end or towards the end. Where oh, sorry. Yes, it talks about the ICBM of where yes. they lost. Wasp. 80, yeah, I think it was 86. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oof. 
and then the idea of like I've I've read a few books and I've watched like a million documentaries on like uh, uh, quantum mechanics. Yeah. And that shit is so mind-numbingly baffling yeah. that the world's smartest people eventually just throw their hands up and be like, we don't know. Yeah. And there is no explanation as to why. Dude, I tried to read a book on string theory. Fuck. It's, the problem is it's all probability. Yeah, right. There exactly. is no certainty to it. No. And it's hard to rationalize that when everything in you know, our Einsteinian field <laughs> is cause and effect almost. Yeah. Just yeah. like this will do this because of this law because these are the way the laws exist in this realm. Right. And then when you go to that subatomic that quantum, awesome. it's just like, uh, no, technically all realities are possible at any given moment. Yeah. You're like, oh my God, if you got lost in that... There is no coming back. Right. Which is what was so great about that because it was, once again, the hero doing the ultimate sacrifice, you know, because to save his daughter. It wasn't about saving the world in that no. moment. It was about saving his daughter from this evil creature. And he went subatomic, even though he was warned not to go subatomic. And I think him messing with the regulator yeah. in that earlier scene where Michael Douglas told him not to mess with it got him to understand how the regulator worked, which came into play in that moment when he put the blue thing on it. See, I think started. you're giving him more. I think he was just grasping at a maybe this will fucking work because I have no other options. Oh, really? Oh, okay. That's what I think it was just pure desperation okay. because... The whichever hand it is to grow back up to size yeah. was not going to work. No, no. So let's try this because I got no other. Right. But I he knew no to put options. it in the regulator, and I think that because he had played with it, True. I feel like he he might have. Yeah, yeah, sure, that. you could extend that. Yeah, but I thought the 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 uh, the construction of the subatomic world was fantastic, man. Oh yeah, so good. Completely trippy because we have yeah. really no idea what that would look like no. with human eyes. No, but I mean, I'm sure they based it on a lot of like real microscopic bacteria. Oh yeah, well, and also like great. got the science of do we have any idea what this could potentially look like? Yeah. Like, but once you get below, you know, atomic level, yeah. we're like, okay, we know this is what an atom, this specific atom, looks yeah. like, yeah. and has this many protons on this shell, and so on and so forth. But once you get down beyond that, it's just like I don't, I don't know <laughs> where we go. No one knows. It's yeah. It was, they did. I mean, just such an excellent job yeah. on so many different levels. But I was mostly blown away with the amount of of comedy that they packed in. Where sometimes it's like a three person, four person scene, yeah. and people are building two jokes. Yeah, like they have jokes that help propel other punchlines that are coming down. You know, the line. Yeah. I'm like, that's just good writing of we're building, 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 payoff, moving on. Right. Just like, that's just economy of words. You got that done perfectly, and let's get out. Yeah. I mean, the sequence where he's relating the story about the first robbery, and he's going through the different, like, to get the tip for that robbery, mm -hmm. he was going through the different voices, and everyone's, like, imitating the way Pena is telling the story. Oh, just so genius. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's such a simple idea, but it works so well, because you have actors who are going to play that part those parts really well and really imitate how Pena is speaking I thought it was brilliant man I really did and when it came back in the second time I enjoyed it maybe yeah, I guess your theater didn't enjoy it as much I loved it my theater clapped and, and laughed oh really my, seriously mine's yeah. the only one the whole theater just kind of like alright so when's the cutscene because <laughs> I, I was just like uh, okay yeah, yeah I, <laughs> it's like the only joke that did I, I don't want to say failed for me right because that seems a little harsh considering how much I thought the rest of the joke succeeded. Yeah, maybe didn't quite get there or something. Yeah, it was just like, because sometimes, you know, people around me will laugh, but yeah. I kind of have a tough exterior towards that. I don't laugh as much, but if you get me, I'm more than happy to die laughing. Right, right. I got no problem with it. I'm not so egotistical or fucking, you know, whatever else. Where I'm just yeah. like, oh, I only know what humor is. Be like, no, I've just, <laughs> I've seen versions of that joke a lot over the years. So it's fine. You want to do it. Oh, sure. <laughs> With your monocle? That's, yeah. that's oh, I wear two, actually, just to stare at the screen. <laughs> so I have the opportunity to take both out if I want to. 
Um, for effect. Sure. Just to help sell it just a little bit more. That is not comedy. <laughs> but even like um, the ants. Yeah. They did oh, a great man. job. The great only thing the, the large ant was starting to turn into a little honey. I shrunk the kids-ish. Tony? Yeah. Aunt, or Andy? Andy? Well, Andy was the one. No, I'm talking about once it got blown up because that hit with the disc. Oh, In the final action right. sequence. So it yes. ended up being the pet. Yes. That was certainly a little honey I shrunk for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, okay, maybe we should have shrunk that one back down. Yeah. There's no way that she has an ant for a pet. Yeah. It's, just, it's, it's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. That thing is way too strong yeah. and too feeble brain yeah. to have as a pet. You can't no, tease it. It's going to eat you one night. Yeah. yeah. Not going to happen. Um, but yeah, that, that uh, I thought the, the humor there at the battle at the end was great too. The Thomas Tank Engine. Oh, so good. So brilliant. I mean, of, of the perfect thing to choose. And even they, they uh, and revealed they it where it goes off the track yeah. in the trailer. Yeah. They put it in the trailer. But in the movie itself, didn't matter because they nope. built up to it so well when it went off. I still gave a little chuckle. Yeah. Like my theater works. loved it, but I, I was like, oh, I already saw that. But you built up to it so much that the release was perfect. Yeah. It didn't and matter that you you tipped your punch on that. And they set it up like him throwing it and it landing on the windowsill. Yeah. And, and then it just called back there. to it later. Yeah. Yeah. I just think so. It was just I love very the, smart. So they're, you know, uh, Ant Man's throwing it at Yellow Jacket. Yeah. And then he's hitting with the lasers and they're exploding like real, you know. Right, actual combustible material, yeah. just little pieces of plastic. <laughs> so the stakes on their level still seem very real. And then cut back to the real world, and it's just this tiny little playset. Yeah, it's just the yeah, <laughs> the two worlds colliding. It's great. Oh, but I thought the little girl was great too. My God, she was, was so cute and perfect. And when he gives her the ugly bunny, her reaction. And she to loved it. it. Yeah, she loved it. Her reaction. Lo- to I it. love it. <laughs> so like, ugly. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> she was phenomenal. And yeah, I was very surprised at how good she was. Because sometimes you get those child actors. They it seemed like they gave her a lot to do, and because she could carry it. And yeah. so that was really fascinating. Uh, well, the, fun to watch. Are you trying to catch my daddy? And yeah, and he was oh. like, and I hope you don't. And yep. She just goes right back to right her back food, to her, and just like yeah. Mm. I like this kid. I like this kid a lot. And Cannavale did a great job too. I thought he was great. I love Cannavale. I've grown so do to, I. I got another to enjoy him. Yeah, I, I wasn't the biggest fan of him in the nineties, and I think he's his as he's gotten older. After Boardwalk, yeah, that's the oh first time I saw him. Just God. like wow, you are commanding yeah. every scene you're in. Yeah, and I liked him in the the Woody Allen movie, uh, the one with Kate Blanchett. Oh. Blue? I've seen it, but it's been forever. Blue is it? Blue? I forget what it's called. I'd have to look to be perfectly okay. honest. Okay, because a lot of his films just kind of are they melting into each other? Yeah, they're just kind of one. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's a Woody Allen. Yeah, it's the one after Midnight in Paris. I can't remember what the name of it is. Uh, yeah, but yeah, Kate Blanchett. But he's great in it as Sally Hawkins' boyfriend. It's really great stuff. He's so hilarious in that movie. Clay, Clay Dice, Dice is in that damn movie. That son of a bitch. Um, so, and I'm glad they didn't kill Michael Douglas. Yeah. Well, they can't. Well, I thought that they were at that point. Basically, going to hand off the reins of the Hank Pimish character right. to Paul Rudd and to Evangeline Lilly, so they could fully take over as. Yeah. But he was great as Pim. He really was. Yeah, well, and he held his own story. in the comedy as well. Well, you know, the, yeah, he had great comedy as well. Yeah, yeah. When he, I'm not those wombats. Yeah, we're not getting those wombats in here. Um, and it's fascinating too. I was, I was getting together with my friends and talking about. It. it was like ten of us had gone to see it, then we'd gotten lunch and talked about. It. I had forgotten about the Hank Pym character in the comics, like. He beats his wife. He yeah, he's, yeah, he's a like, he's, very he's dark alcoholic. character. Yeah, he's not a good guy. Yeah, overall as a guy, he's like the anti Tony Stark in a way because he's kind of like the darker version of Tony Stark, yeah, who does all the stuff that Tony Stark does, but he just has well, his yeah, anger. But it takes in him, him to a dark place. Yeah, whereas exactly, Tony's is just about having a good time because he's trying to I don't I don't know push off his responsibilities. Yeah, he's a playboy. Yeah, he yeah. he doesn't he doesn't want to to basically graduate to the level that he is. Yeah. He right. wants to stay still somewhat, you know, childlike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and it's so I, I, it's interesting to see what they'll do with the Hank Pym character. 
I think I and it, as we were talking about it, it kind of laid the groundwork in my mind. Well, maybe if he can come back, maybe she did come back, but didn't want to. Maybe he was abusive. Like it still opens up the possibility that sure. she could have come back and has never like let herself be seen. Or by maybe him or she becomes a villain down the line. Yeah, maybe it could be the original wasp. Yeah, she could. And then there's a confrontation, mom and daughter. Like it's all it's all kind of open possibilities. But then man. that stains kind of the character they've already set up of Hank Pym in the cinematic universe. Right, but you were looking at Scott Lang though. Scott Lang's our Ant Man. Yeah, Hank Pym's just the guide. Right, so we we like him in the first movie, so we'll see if they do play that a little bit. He could be like a recovering alcoholic. I did a lot of terrible things when I was an alcoholic. I did at times. I struck your mom a couple of times. Uh, you know, so there's. It doesn't have to necessarily be negative. It has to be. It could be just something that they talk about and he feels terrible about and explores, and they have a confrontation about it. Who knows? Like you know, but so I like that they didn't. Uh, bring Wasp back in this movie and, and reveal yeah. who she was, and so it we didn't it need it. Open. We don't. No, we don't need to populate every superhero film with fifteen superheroes. Yeah, and we don't need to have all the storylines come to fruition within the same film too. Because yeah. it's a Marvel, it's a universe which we exactly. saw. It needs to extend further on, right? Which we saw in the cutscenes. You know what I didn't understand is so when they set the C four, which I love those charges going yeah. from tiny to large, like all the little ants built up with their own special armors and all that shit. It's fantastic. Yeah. But when it explodes, why does it implode and fold in upon itself to a singularity? Because then, then no one is no one is like uh, affected by the blast. Like no one is hurt by the blast, and so it's like it's it's yeah, but I, I, for some reason, I, I guess I missed how they explained the setup on where they were getting to that. Like, oh, we're gonna blow it up in this fashion, oh. and it'll go. You know, to reduce down to yeah. that minuscule amount. Yeah, I didn't know that they were going to do it either. I yeah, it just know, suddenly it was like, boom. Setting the charges, that's all they Oh, said. it employed? Yeah, I just thought it was going to explode. Yeah. We're going to destroy all the research. Yeah. And then suddenly it, it folds in upon itself. It was like, okay, well, the last time we saw that in this universe, it was because the Tesseracts yeah. Tesseract really so much energy in that underground yeah. that it got contained and it eventually was so volatile that it collapsed in upon itself. Right. You're like, okay, we saw the cause and effect of that, whereas this was just C4 charges on some servers. Well, is that, con- is that, con- what was the converter? Was that the converter? Was that what that was for? What do you mean? The converter that they stole from the Avengers compound, was that what was for? No, that was a signal disruptor. Okay. So they were trying right. to stop some sort of signal, right. you know, within it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Yeah, well, I just right. don't know. Don't know. It was one of those of when I saw it, it was, and then right after that was the suit, and I got more yeah. transfixed upon the. How did he get in the fucking suit? This isn't killing me and enjoying what's going on right yeah. now, but at the same time, just like, okay. I thought that was inventive too, the way they had him discover the suit, the way they had him in the bathtub with the water, and then oh yeah, the ecstasy great. party or whatever, and then dealing with the rat. All of that was really inventive, man. And then blowing up on Garrett Morris's car, which was a nice little cameo I know. by well, Garrett. Well, that tiny little dink, and he's yes. like, "What the fuck?" And then it goes full, you know, man. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of just great, brilliant moments and. I, I recommend it. Do you, you, I'm sure you do. You recommend it as well. Yeah, hundred um, percent. Yeah. A, it's a great summer film. Right. Oh, absolutely. Um, I don't. I didn't see it in 3D. I don't think 3D is necessary. I've seen it twice in 2D. I don't. I don't see how 3D is necessary. Yeah. Um, I rare, rarely see live action in 3D. Yeah. It's been a while. Um, just because I usually get confused because there's too much information going yeah. on. Whereas with animated, they're trying to gear towards kids, so I've seen a few more of those in 3D, and that succeeds better for me. Absolutely. Um, so I think in 2D, um, I don't know if IMAX is necessary, but it would Sure. It would help in certain scenes. Like Jurassic World to me, yeah. that is, I wish I'd seen it in IMAX. Yeah. 
I might see it in IMAX, but my schedule just didn't really permit me making it to an IMAX theater, right. so I didn't see it. But that one is just like, a, I want to feel these fucking dinosaurs. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I like Dark Knight Rises, and a lot of people don't like Dark Knight Rises. I saw it in IMAX theater. It blew my damn mind. So did I. I loved it. Yeah, so some people like Well, this. the guy next to me, I hated. <laughs> just some random stranger, but he wouldn't stop fidgeting and playing with his phone. Oh. And I, I you know, a couple of times, I was like, come on, man. Dude. Just stop. You should be able to go to jail for that. Honestly. If you're in a crowded theater and you're fucking with your It was phone, completely sold out. Phone, I saw it yeah, on opening night. Bullshit. It was completely sold out. And the Fuck guy just guys. took me. But or at the same people. time, like, in that movie, what I brought up before, there are numerous points. And I'm like, what? That would never. Come on, Nolan. Like, what are you doing? I got you. Whereas, yeah. whereas Ant-Man didn't have that for you. Well, no, because they created a world and they didn't violate the, the world. Yeah. Whereas Batman is set in the real world and you're violating tenets of the real world. Yeah. You can't just take over a stock exchange and then do whatever transactions you want to, and then those are, you know, etched gonna, in stone. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, terrorist takes down a stock exchange. Everything that transpired it that day is null and void. Well, all those contracts are gone. You didn't make any money. Hey. We're taking it back. Doesn't fuck it. You can't evaporate billions of dollars of wealth of one individual. Right. It's not happening. <laughs> Where, where's my money? Yeah, it just, it's just like, <laughs> what? No, that doesn't make I, any sense. <laughs> Whereas you had existed in the real world for yeah. a superhero so successfully in the previous film. Yeah. I'm not saying they, he was ultimately unsuccessful with right. Dark Knight Rises, but right. he created a standard, and then in my mind, he just didn't live up to that standard that yeah. he had created. That's fair. It's, you know... Did you like the, one last thing, did you like the cutscenes, the end scenes? Like all that leading into Civil War, that second one does with Bucky and Captain Oh, America. I didn't stay for the second cut. Oh, there's a second one at the end. Okay, I'll go look up online oh, yeah, and see well, if I can watch find it. It's, it's, they, um, um, it's Chris Evans coming in, regular clothes, with Anthony well, Mackie. Don't kill it. Oh, 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 you're going to watch it pure. Oh, well, I've been people yeah. talking on... Uh, you sound, yeah, but but uh, I'm live. I'm oh. here. I told you. I just hadn't seen it. Now you're breaking it down for me. You cocksucker. Because I think anybody that's downloading don't this... Don't fucking start talking about the movie. You haven't seen the whole fucking thing, man. Well, it's a spoiler situation. Because well, usually... Usually what? Usually when you walk in... Marvel movies, stay till the end. Yeah, but uh, somebody will give me some sort of heads up somewhere along oh, the lines of right. stay for the second cut. Yeah. Um... And now um, I've been in numerous theaters where they'll tell you, an usher will come yeah. up and be like, "Hey, there is a second cut scene. If you want to stay till the very end." I should have texted you that when you were when you're texting. No, it's all right. Me. So I mean, yeah. I already I, t- I talked to a bunch of people that saw it. Nobody okay. told me about the second cut. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Maybe they didn't stay either. Well, I, anyway, stay till the end. Well, I think it was maybe on their end they didn't want to spoil anything. Gotcha. So they're just like, oh, okay, you know, maybe we'll, someone will we'll talk after right. you've seen it. And I saw it late. I saw it last night. Yeah, you did. It's good um, stuff. Okay. Yeah, it was a great film. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, thanks to everybody that uh, has been listening. Yes. Um, as we run up at the end of the... Well, if you're downloading this, hopefully we are moving on to the next... By hopefully, I mean we are moving on to the next round of the Schmodown. Right. Our, our, thanks, oh, Jesus. Okay. our thanks to our opponents. You guys were gracious in your loss. Will you stop? <laughs> you stop jinxing us shit. <laughs> Which I have an idea for uh, our intro as well. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. Uh, so do I. We'll see what works. We'll see what we come up Top with. Top 10 intros. <laughs> Um, and I'm going to keep uh, beating the drum on if you uh, could leave us a rating or comment on iTunes yeah. we would be so thoroughly appreciative Absolutely. even the dogs next door are getting into it <laughs> yeah, they want you to rate I don't yeah, know if, actually now they should be able to hear it it has to get above a certain decibel my guess is the mailman is walking past boom, boom. good right call. there boom. thank you just heard the mail just drop. dropped off the mail uh, they only bark at very specific things. Why do they hate mailmen so much? I don't understand. I, I think it's just new person and oh, really? in their environment. Well, they don't bark when I come through the door. 
Uh, sometimes they still bark when I come to the door. Oh, well, it's also okay. you need to walk in front of their field of vision. Oh, right, yes. And if you're not parking in front of that house, Good call. they don't see you, they don't care. Good call. But I love it. They bark anytime like a dog passes. Yeah. But it was like three weeks ago, a month ago, I came home and it was late one night. It was like I got home at three in the morning. And as I was pulling on the street, I saw two coyotes. Oh, shit. At the end of the street. And they were just slowly kind of sauntering down. And they passed right in front of the field of vision. Those dogs yeah. are at the front gate. They didn't say shit. Yeah, of course not. Yeah, right. They're behind a barrier. And those pussies didn't say shit. And then any other person walks past, it's bloody murder. I'll tear you up. And these two coyotes walk past. And those coyotes were scared. Yeah. As soon as I pulled around, they took off yeah, yeah. to the end of the street. And then when I pulled in, they just kind of stood there and yeah. looked at me a little bit. And I didn't move because like, if I walk away, then that's when they're going to make their move. If of they're going to make a move. Right. If you stare them down, then they'll just keep going. It's kind of life you live here. Hey, it's a nice area. You know, we're <laughs> near wildlife. Nice area with coyotes? Yeah. No. I don't know if a nice area would qualify with coyotes wandering the streets. But why I give why it, is that? A, that means I'm close to, I'm further away from the dense civilization. I'm closer uh, to nature. I'm closer to. I guess it's all subjective. Yeah, more trees, more. I don't want any wildlife near me. More green living. Yeah, you knock yourself out with that. Oh, a buddy of mine lives up in the Sierra Madre, which is right up in the hills above Pasadena. Oh yeah, and he's like, dude, we get everything. I got. I had to kick a deer out of my front yard the other day. Yeah. Mountain lions will scare me. Anyway, we're way yeah. off topic. Let's finish this up. All right. Uh, but so, yeah, and then also uh, Twitter. Yes, please follow us. Uh, at the Top Ten Show, T-H-E... No, no, at Top Ten Show. I'm sorry, T-O-P-T-E-N-S-H-O-W. Please follow us. We only have like 200 followers. We know thousands of people listen or download us, so we'd love to get all you guys following us so we can update you guys on what our topics are going to be, update you guys on articles we've read about movies. Yeah, we'll create more of a discussion between there and the Facebook page, Yeah, which uh, Dylan Dylan. Esposito set up a Facebook page for us for the Top Ten. So Like that page, please. Yeah, we'll start posting more stuff on that. Um, you know, basically it's, there's so much new still coming in. We have so much on our plate. It's kind of like, all right, we got to put systems in place to go. All right, we'll post these things here and try and create this, that there. Right. Um, and just in case we lost, we want to thank uh, the Screen Junkies for taking it easy on us. And not dude, am I going to have to cut you loose before Thursday? (laughs) I'm just, might have to cut you loose. Prepare both. There is no consolation. If you ain't first, you're last. Oh, Jesus. Here we do that again. All right. Look, I'll fall on my sword if we lose. Don't do that. Just full on. I've dishonored my whole family. He's gonna get Harry Carey. Is that what you're gonna do? Mm-hmm. I want to see. I want to see. But that. I'd like to hear more of that great, not racist <laughs> uh, impression you got going. There. What else? I don't you know got what there? you're talking about. Oh, no, no. Do do? See, that's uh, racist. That's what you were just. I'm, no, I am no, mimicking no. what I just saw. <laughs> I'm like a child. I'm a child. Uh huh. Speaking of which, make sure you listen to our top 10 coming-of-age movies with just John Ross. Yeah. Well, I imagine if you downloaded this, you've already listened to that. But so. if you haven't, go back and check it out. Yeah. Uh, thanks for listening. Yeah. Take care, guys. Ooh.